Hey good people, this is Sharika, EB, and Sabrina. You're listening to The Kickback. Glad you decided to pull up. What's good, Kickback family? I hope everything is going well with you. You are here um, for another week, another edition, another episode of three of your favorite people. Well, maybe just two, because maybe it's just Sharika and Sabrina who are your favorite people. Oh, God, and I'm no. just the annoying person <laughs> who's just here with you. Never. Um, but not. We are here and again, and you're listening to the Kickback. Um, just right now, take a moment as you continue to listen. You don't even know what's going to come out this episode. Just share it with a friend, share it with somebody you're beefing with, share it with somebody who you love, somebody you hate. I don't know. Whatever is, whoever is compelling you, you know how like when you're getting ready, well, I don't know how Androids work, but with iPhones, when you get ready to share something, it gives you your like, I guess most recently or most frequently contacted people, send it to those people who don't know about the kickback um, because I think it's just good information that these gems just stay dropping. But let me go ahead and give y'all my tip. Um, and I'll say if I had to give you a number, it would be a I'm about at an 88. Um, that's how I'm feeling right now. Things, I guess you could say, are swell. Um, and I don't know if that means so well or super well, but things are yeah. swell on my end. And I do not have a song for you guys this week. Sharika, Sabrina, how y'all temp is? Doing great. Okay, go friend. Go ahead, friend. Oh, no. Okay. Um, I was laughing when Evie was like, maybe two of your favorite pe- people, because everything in me knew he was going to say himself and Sharika. Oh, he would never. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I, and I would totally agree with that. I was telling Doug the other day, I'm such an introvert. I'm like, Doug, I feel like I haven't talked to the outside world in like a month and I'm okay. I'm okay with it. So I don't even know if people really know who I am. I'm like a turtle. I've gone into my shell. Uh, my temp would be, hmm, I'm doing great, but I'm very much melancholy for fall. And I know y'all are tired of hearing me say it. But I miss the fall and I'm outside right now. Actually, the sun is shining down and it's feeling very much like summer, even though we're about two days from from fall. So my song is going to be Green Day. Wake me up when September ends. Do y'all remember that song? Yeah. Did you ever hear it? Yeah. It just had like that perfect chill vibe. I know Florida doesn't really know how to chill, but in North Carolina right now, the mornings are cool. Some of the leaves are starting to, you know, let go. It's about to be just all the pretty colors and the awesome fall fashion. So that's what I am. I'm kind of melancholy. I'm like, I love where I am. I love my life, but I do. I will always miss fall. Always, always, always. Trika, how you feeling? I am all the way live and turned up. I'm so excited because of this recording. I will hopefully be enjoying some fall weather. I will be at (gasps) home because this is a secret, but hopefully at the time of this week, I mean, the time we air it, it won't be anymore. I am heading home in tomorrow evening to surprise my mom for her 60th birthday. Sorry, mom, I mean to put your business out there, but maybe (laughs) I'll retract it. I don't know. But I told her last night, you make it look good. So it doesn't matter what age you are, as long as you make it look good. It really does. And so I'm Mm -hmm. so excited. My song, I have two songs. I had one song, but now when you said that about the Green Day song, which I did forget, I love that song. I have I added another song. My first song was going to be Celebrate Good Times. Come on. Because I'm excited yes! to celebrate 
all the good times. I am, my dad has a wonderful weekend plan. Some things he's told me, some things he told me is going to be a surprise that I'll find out when I get there. And so I'm looking forward to that. And my other song is about tomorrow, which is September. Do you remember the 21st night oh, of September? Yes. I love that song. <laughs> exactly. Say it again. Yes. Uh, you know, every that, black cookout, that song eventually okay. plays. I <laughs> love that song. I love that song. Oh. So, and uh, yeah. no, no disrespect to Sharika's mom, but Sharika's dad is a low-key snack. Listen, <laughs> you talk about somebody who is fly, who has fashion, he's social, he's kind. And I wish y'all could hear the plans, which we won't say just in case something goes down, that he has for Sharika's mom. That he is coming through with like EV level energy with oh, this birthday surprise. And I love it because we always talk about, oh, you know, it's a thought that counts. I don't really need too much. But I know, well, several men who really go in on the thought. EB, I feel like you could really forego gifts for people just because you are so thoughtful. And it's like things that they'll remember for the rest of their life. Sharika's dad, okay, he be on it. And Sharika's husband. Sharika showed me like these little things that her husband has done for her over the years. And I'm like, he is so thoughtful so shout out to that i can't wait to hear how it goes when you see your family i'm sure it will be wonderful yes i'm very excited i'm excited also that we're almost halfway through today and then i have all of work tomorrow and then i'll be on a plane so y'all in advance pray for safe journey mercies mm-hmm. and these delays because i've been hearing that the airports have been crazy lately so that <sighs> is so excited and i can't wait we're going to um add like a health check-in at the top of the podcast now, because at the end of last podcast, Edie said, y'all, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get back into like that healthy range. So can I ask you guys, do you mind being put on the spot? How's it going? What, I what are we doing? Thought thing. I was going to think at the end, but at the top is even better. I thought, I'm like, we really need to do a, a health check-in. Because I've been saying for years, I'm, y'all, I'm on, I'm off. And EB said he's trying to get his life together. So I'm like, we do need to do a health check-in. And this may be some of the accountability I need. So let me tell you how it's gone for me. It's not. But when I come <laughs> back from, from my mom's <laughs> celebration, I for real am going to get on on it. So at the top of October, y'all, I'm back on it. I'm on it. October. I'm, I'm in there for real. EB, how's it going? I would say it's going good at the time of this recording. I know I was telling y'all that um, I was floating around like that 225 range, which people who see me, you would probably wouldn't be able to recognize it. Or maybe you would. And I know sometimes I hear people say, oh, dang, like Judith feeding you good. Or dang, you look healthy. Or dang, da 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 da. All that good stuff. Two thumbs up to you and your words of wisdom that nobody oh. ever asked for. Okay. Um, but I was at a weekend. <laughs> I was at um, a, a place that I like to call home at camp for over the weekend and it had some good, decent food. Like it was, you know, all the works and, you know, a whole bunch of extra mm. snacks and stuff like that. But I wasn't on it. I was trying to be as disciplined as possible. Okay. Um, I was mad Sunday because I heard everybody was just bragging about this fried chicken. And then me being the nice person that I am, letting everybody else go. And it sometimes sucks when you're like helping lead or run an yeah. event or being in a space where things are going on, where you can't just be just one of the people so everybody else is eating so to speak and then i finally up go to the line and then the guy from the catering company looks at me and says um how many pieces of grilled chicken you want and i'm oh. like bro i don't <gasps> even know you to be asking me if i want grilled chicken like <laughs> gee you ain't my health coach be asking me about grilled chicken but then guess what the fried oh, chicken ran out oh 
Aww. and ran out. And then I'm looking at kids who I already had to see their snotty nose, snappy headed cells for six mm-hmm. weeks during the summer. And I'm looking at them and I'm just like, I should have skipped you. I Tearing walked right up. by you and said, Tearing hey. it up. <laughs> like they having a good old time, like going to town on it. Like, you know, and I know sometimes people be in the moment, that instant gratification. Um, they're just living in that specific situation where they're just like, they say wild stuff like this is better than Chick-fil-A. And I'm oh, just really? like, see, like, so I don't know if you hungry. And then part of me was like, they couldn't be hungry because they had like sausage and gravy and like crazy waffle bar and like a nice little brunch vibe just for breakfast. They had, we had brunch basically and lunch. So I'm like, I know you're not starving. Like, cause it was a good breakfast today and it was good food last night and it was good food at lunch yesterday. So I was feeling some type of way about that, but I came home, put myself on the scale and I was down five pounds, which was shocking. Um, Love I did drink a lot God's of water protection. and a lot of, <laughs> yeah, God be looking at. So it was, it was mm-hmm. a lot of water drinking and a little bit of walking on a treadmill, but it was good. So I guess I'm right. 20 more to go. Trying to get down to 200. You go. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so hard to do it when you're not in total control of your meals. Like Sharika, when you're going to see your family, especially for like a big event, like I do not believe in any type of restriction or dieting when I'm on vacation or like EB, if you're at a work event, it's a lot harder. So I admire your discipline. How are you doing, friend? Uh, I'm back on it. I was so good. Even when we were in Jamaica, I worked out five times that week. I was in the gym lifting. I was running around the resort so much so that the employees were, when I was leaving, they're like, oh, you're the one who runs in the morning. And I was like, yeah, because I was in this six week program and that was week five. And I had been doing a like couch to 5k program that was going to end two days after we got back from vacation. So I didn't want to lose my momentum. But as soon as I got home, what? How? Now, I didn't restrict eating or anything when I was on vacation, but somehow when I got home, I guess today was the first day. No, yesterday. Today's Tuesday, and I did day two. It was the sixth week, and I just started the sixth week. So I'm like, girl, if you're going to fall off, you should have fallen off. (laughs) Why'd you get up in the morning and do that? But that is my personality. I like to get up early and get going. But I got home and I was sleeping. Then I went to North Carolina. And I think I just had too much going on that I couldn't get like into a groove. But also um, excuses are meaningless devices used to rationalize the failure of a task. So I get that too. So I'm just back on it. Uh, there's this excellent program, Caroline Giovernin or something like that. She's Australian. You can find her. She has a six week fuel series. It's five days a week. It's only 30 minutes. You can put, pop on your TV, put her on your phone, or if you have like an iPad or something and get the workout in at your home, you do need weights like 8, 15, 10s, probably up to like 35. But it's been so good. And I have seen like my body composition already change, which I know is crazy because that usually takes about three months. But I'm on it. I weigh more, but it's the muscle because my clothes fit different. So okay. I don't even care. Yeah, I'm happy so, yeah. to hear it. And you yeah. do it on your vacation, and that to me is a great feat because I'm trying to sleep in on the vacation. I'm not trying to get up early and work out. And you, you did it, and I'm I'm beyond proud because I, I I wouldn't have done the same, girl. And you also talk about your. You just said that little quote about uh, excuses. When I was in the no, it must have been eleventh grade. Mrs. Edwards' class, she made us memorize excuses are the tools of the incompetent, which build monuments of nothingness, and those who dwell upon them are seldom good for anything else. Excuses. She and I, to, <laughs> and I, obviously, to this day, I still remember. 
<laughs> exactly. Oh, I know my class. Go ahead, Miss Edwards. See, look at teachers being great. <laughs> I was just telling Doug the other day, it's so wild to me that I only remember a few teachers' names. Like, mm. and I'm like, why do they stand out? But like, you're great. You're Miss Edwards. You stand out for the rest of your life. You're going to know that. <laughs> Shout out to her. I know, but that's also kind of harsh. It was like, uh, those dwell upon them are seldom good for anything else. I was like, dang. We all know that person, though, that always has an excuse. And you'd be like, oh, my gosh, what's it going to be this time? You just didn't want to do it. Just as Evie says, stand 10 toes down on it. I don't need the excuses. Just, oh, it, it is what it is. And, then, and what it was, was I didn't feel like doing it when I got home. So there it was. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But friend, what are we talking about today? What are our hot topics? So we're going to back it up to last week we teased it, but we didn't get around to talking about your boy, Ray J. We did talk about him, but not this part. So, I, you know, I love Ray because he is something that will be standing 10 toes down on all of his shenanigans, foolishness, and, and all the things. He is who he is. And I love to see it because he's not, I, he's not a harmful guy. He's not a malicious guy and he's not a mean guy. He's just a ridiculous guy. And I love him. But the other week ago, I'm just scrolling through the interwebs of uh, Instagram, minding my own. And this man's on the, on there, on, online, on live. Given re- receipts, evidence, and all the things, dating, how, I can't even remember how many, has it been over, has it been over maybe 10, 15 to 20 years ago? Now, the infamous Ray J and uh, Kim Kardashian sex tape, just to forewarn you all, I'm, I'm not saying I partake, I didn't see it, I don't know nothing about it, but we've all heard about it, we've all heard that, oh, the Kardashians aren't famous for anything but having sex, which I disagree for. I would disagree about that. But anyway, for, so all this time, the Kardashians have always said they don't know how it got out. It was hor- uh, humiliating and Kim was devastated. And mind you, this sex tape, I think it came out right, right at the beginning or right before season one of their Keeping Up the Kardashians show that lasted for over 20 something seasons and now they're on a new series called the kardashians so we're talking this is a while ago but every now and then the sex tape somehow resurfaces well not the tape itself but just the conversation around it a week before a couple of days before he went on live uh chris which is kim kardashian's mother if you're not aware uh was on a show and she did a lie detector test and basically said she had nothing to do with it coming out because that's always been the speculation that they they planted it they planned this and and so basically they said that and then also so ray j it's always been you know some people have they've tried to inadvertently or sort of blame him for being the one that did it and he's endured this for years and I guess that conversation was the final straw and he had to let it go Sabrina you watch Keeping Up the Kardashians and you have watched oh my gosh you're gonna put it out there I thought we talked about it on the podcast but listen. no if we have but I don't know why I'm embarrassed by that because I oh, shouldn't me be. It feels like a guilty pleasure. I think I did go through a point in my life where I associated a certain type of person who was goo goo, goo, goo gaga over them. And then the pandemic hit and I was like, well, 
what else can I watch? And it was very entertaining. I think when I was a teacher and dealt with a lot of the young people, I was kind of bothered that they were so like reference them, um, would reference the way they talk or, oh, I have to get this lip gloss. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what is the big deal? They're just reality stars. But to Sharika's point and to their credit, they are, are more than that. They're business women. They're marketers. And they're very good at it. They've made a billion, multi-billion do- dollar industry from it. Because guess what? A lot of people have sex tape. They don't have a billion dollars. That is so. so uh, and then I just started to, you know, become just like the young people. I have my favorite sister. Me too. I have seen every episode of all of it. I watch Bruce's Journey. I was curious. I even don't watch um, Rob and China. So <laughs> I guess... Lunk me in with everybody else. I watch even the side shows like Chloe's little show that was about like exercising and stuff. And oh, oh they took New York. They took Miami. Mm-hmm. Miami. I, yep. Yes. I went all in. So I don't know if that was your question, but yeah. yes, I have so seen them I, all. <laughs> I have seen uh, some of the people of the Kardashians. I have not watched all of it, but I did. There was a time I was watching it regularly. I watched probably around this time was when they were taking New York and Miami. I've watched some of that. I remember very famously when Kim, when Kanye, they were in New York and Kanye walked up and Kim was like, Mr. West is in the building. And that time she was married to Chris Humphreys. And I was like, that's a little exciting. You was a little too excited to see somebody that ain't your man. But, and then as we all see, they end up together. But anyway, I have not watched all that, but I have watched the new series on Hulu, The Kardashians or Kardashians, and I will be tuning in. Uh-oh, the new episodes dropped this week, actually, on my mom's birthday, hmm. uh, September the 22nd. EB, have you partake, partook in any of the Kardashian uh, extravaganza? No, dog. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me stop. Um, I've never seen a full episode, but naturally, just being somebody who is, I don't say, just somebody who's around people who, I guess, really enjoy it. Um, I see it when it's trending or if something happens, whether it be Twitter or Instagram. I know that, um, as has already been mentioned, they're extremely successful um, business women. Um, I've seen some of the people who I know in my life, whether it be my spouse or young people or even my nieces who are infatuated with some of their products and they feel like they can't live without it. Um, I follow, I say follow, I know a little bit about the, I guess you could say like a Chloe or Kylie or Kim because of their relations with NBA stars. Um, and and through the past, whether it be present or present or past. Um, so, that's that's about the extent that I know of them. And of course, they come from a wealth of just, a, a, I guess you could say, a family of just go-getters because they really go after what they want and they make it happen time and time again. So here, so now that we, I got you guys' uh, reference of how well you know them, I have a question. I'm going to ask two questions. This is not for you, E, because you said, oh, maybe you do can ask. But Sabrina, you said you have uh, uh, your favorite sister. I have my favorite sister. I don't know if EB has a favorite sister. He, he said he ain't that interested, but maybe he might. <laughs> Sabrina, who's your favorite Kardashian? Why don't you say yours first? Mine I will say mine changed over time. Mine did change over time. And it was based off of the way I saw them talk to their mother. Just because I come from a culture where you respect your parents and you don't 
you know, they're not your little friend, quote unquote. Although, just like the meme said, now that I'm an adult, look at my mom. She's definitely my little friend. But I still <laughs> want to talk to her that way. And I don't know mm-hmm. if I would say it, have said it like that in front of her. So my original favorite was Chloe. Mm-hmm. I felt she was hilarious, fun. And where the others kind of led with this superficial nature or whatever, Courtney was annoying to me because of the way she talked to her mom. And I know her mom cheated on their dad, and I don't know what that's like. Maybe had I seen that from my parents, I would be like, you know what? Remember what you did? <laughs> Not constantly throwing in place. But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's grown folks' business. But then over time, it just went back to Courtney because I mm. feel that Chloe changed. So it started mm. with Chloe, and now it's now Courtney. I, I like her vibe. Mine has always and will probably, well, I won't say will always, but mine has for the entire period been Chloe. I like Chloe. I, Chloe was on the thicker side and I can relate. But now Chloe's thin and I love that for her. And I love that she's taking control of her uh, her health. But the other thing that I like about Chloe, like now in this stage, it was she was always like she's not the middle but she was always like the peacemaker always trying to like there was times but for the most part she was the one trying to bring her sisters together and give a little peace and be like all right now come on guys she's turned up but most up for between Courtney and Kim she was more of the level-headed one and that's why I love Chloe and I think she's the best looking one but anyway that's neither here nor there Evie do you have a favorite one (laughs) If I had to pick one, it would be Kylie or Kendall because they be seem to be out of the drama. Um, mm. from my from my lenses, I don't know if that's different on the show or if that's different no. for those who are avid followers of them. But like Kylie and Kendall seem to be out of the mix. If I had to pick only one, I go with Kendall because I really like never hear her name. Mm-hmm. The thing about Kendall and Kylie, when I was watching Keep It Up with the Kardashians, they were so young. They were like non-factors to me. So I don't really think about them. And I think they are become a lot more popular in this generation. And that's when I've been more off the Kardashians. So I don't really, all I know is that Kendall is a model. And I do like that. She's a model and she be minding her business. It seems like. Minding her And you don't hear a lot about her. And I love that too. That is great. I don't know why Kendall is never my, I guess, I don't know. I guess I, I never got to know her enough because you guys are right. She's like, I'm here because I'm with my family. But if it was up to me, I'd just not maybe be here. Um, It's hard for me to have love for Chloe after I saw her blame Jordan in a way. I still haven't heard her blame Tristan's latest baby mama. Uh, (laughs) So I'm just like, okay, that situation didn't sit right with me. Especially, I mean, I know as an audience, we are literally... if. They say there's two parts to the so- a story and the truth is in the middle. I feel like with that family and just Hollywood, we get like maybe 5% of the truth. But I still feel like as an adult woman, if Doug was to make a choice with a teenager, I'm attacking Doug for well, sure. She wasn't, she wasn't are, an adult. She wasn't a minor. She wasn't 19 or 20. She's yeah, a but, child. But she's not a minor. But she's not but a I, minor. I don't I care if as a, maybe it's because I'm a former educator with kids in that age at the end of the day brains aren't even developed until 25 and i didn't a kid is a kid you're grown a man let me attack you in the energy and i haven't seen her her attack others in the same way and he has slept around with so many people now 
the saving grace here, if there is any, is that we often aren't going to go for strangers like we're going to go for quote unquote blood. And she was very close to Jordan and her sister was very close. And if somebody close to you betrayed you, that cuts a whole kind of Mm -hmm. different. So I also am like, well, if it was Doug and some stranger, of course I'm talking, if it's Doug and like, my little cousin, maybe they both would get choked. I don't know. (laughs) I don't care how old she is 18. You know, I don't know. But Mm -hmm. I didn't love that attacking the public attacking of that young lady. And maybe that young lady's trifling. We'll never know. Like I said, we get 5%. But I was just like, Chloe, you're getting caught up too much with this same dude who's continually making you look stupid. And if you want to continue, that's your business. But Keep the same energy. Attack everybody in the way you attack this young black woman. Because what am I going to always do? I'm rooting for everybody black. And that's that. All right, Issa. I love to see it. (laughs) (laughs) But she is very fun. And you're right. She Mm -hmm. is a peacemaker. She's the one who's like, she's friends with Rob. You know, she's tight Mm -hmm. with this. She's tight with that. Like, I did like all that about her. And honestly, she seemed the most genuine Mm -hmm. in the beginning. She's just like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. It is what it is. So here's the the crux of the situation that I wanted to, the question that I wanted to ask. Do you believe that they had anything to do with the sex tape being put out there prior to this Ray J thing? But did you believe that before? And has that your thought changed or not? So like growing up, um, I'm saying growing up because at the time, the if I remember correctly, when the tape dropped, I think I was in my senior year of high school. Given my age here, for those of you who like Google, go do your Googles. It's Googleable on when the tape drop. Um, I heard that term this past weekend. Um, okay. Shout out to that was at a Kevin Hart show. Um, when he goes to Kevin Hart last weekend, he said Googleable. Googleable. It's Googleable, and okay. I'm about to start using it. Um, but I, at the time it happened, I felt like I always felt. I guess I'll say even with this information, I always felt like the family had something to do with it because of just their. Yes, you can say their continuing continued notion of just negativity and press mm. and how they know that, that these things sell. And I was like, this can't, this, this moment in Cabo can't be the only time that Ray J recorded their interactions and he's never decided to leak anything. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, like they, they dated for time a little bit before it even came out. So I'm like, if it was up to him, he would have been released it. Like why wait to release it? And in those, in that same vein, it's like, he didn't have anything coming out. Um, and it's kind of like being somebody who's part of like, I don't say part of culture because that just sounds weird. Um, kind of on my TI vibe. I am the culture, but seeing that they market well, I guess I'll say and knowing how rap or music is at times where people begin to beef with people because there's something coming up. Like I got an album that's about to drop. I got a movie that's coming out where it builds traction. I felt like that was part of the reason of. Um, them, I guess, releasing it at that time because they had something. Now, granted, I wasn't following the show. I didn't know what was coming out, what was going on. But I always felt like the family had some part in the release of it, even prior to this information from Ray Day. Sabrina, what do you think? Did you believe them, not believe them? Um, I honestly never thought about it, but I don't think it ever would have made a difference for me. Mm. I don't believe anything that really comes out of Hollywood. Mm. Most of it, I just don't believe having not that. Oh my God, this is going to sound so conceited, but you all can relate because you all have been, you know, had different seasons in the organization that we work for, but just having been someone that who felt like who a lot of people felt like they had access to. I laugh at some of the stories I hear about myself or heard about myself 
they just were so far from the truth or I had sprinkles of the truth. So I'm just like, meh, whatever. It, I think I was like in the moment, is the show entertaining me? Da, 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 da. I've never spent a dime on them. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not buying the perfume or anything me like either. that. So, and uh, also it wasn't like I was buying into this idea of, because I idolize no one but the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe okay. my mom. You know what I'm saying? So like, it, I wasn't like, oh, she's this innocent flower whose business has been like put out. I just never, it was just like, almost like uh, when you go on YouTube and watch old commercials from the 90s, it's just entertainment. Mm. That being said, when it came out, I wasn't shook nor surprised. I know that people who have money and power can manipulate stories in their favor and it worked. So once again, when he came out with his whole manifesto, I found it as entertainment. And I was like, <laughs> ooh, you know, we're getting behind the curtain, especially when someone has facts like that and the handwriting. I was just like, I felt like we were seeing the quote unquote genius, or maybe I should say ingenious. <laughs> like, I don't want people listening to this to be like, oh, I should do the same thing. But yeah, they did it and they worked it to their favor. So- what did you think? Did you believe or not believe? Before, after. Well, you know, y'all know I'm a, I, I like to believe the best in people. And I was thinking, I think when I probably first heard of it, I thought, no, nobody would do themselves like that. No one would put themselves out there like that. No one would want to be exposed like that. And then as time gone, went on, I was just like, oh, I could, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they did do it, but I wasn't sure. I, I still was trying to be like, oh, I don't think they did, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. So I wouldn't be shocked or shook either way. So Sabrina, um, as you watched, can you just give the people a little rundown of what Ray J shared on his live? <laughs> of course. It all started when this latest um, episode of the Kardashians came out. And the family's sitting around, and one of Kim's son is playing on his iPad. And I guess there's a game called Roblox. And one of the ads that came up with Kim's face and a crying emoji saying, ooh, Kim's next sex tape is coming out. So, of course, I forget how she even noticed, but the, you know, one the of cameras the kids brought it to her attention. They were like, mommy, Oh, to be like, you. hey, mommy, it's you. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, so... I, we can already decide if there's some manipulation there or whatever, because the cameras happen to be there in the perfect spot. Okay, whatever. So then she's like, oh, my gosh. She, obviously, she doesn't do a big reaction in front of her young son. But she goes to her mom and her family, and she's like, this is what's going on. And it's anxiety-inducing. She does not want to be associated with a sex tape. She doesn't want any new material. She feels like that's so far. And she's come so far. And she goes on to talk about how, like, people judged her for it. And people just think, oh, fame came easy for them. And she says, actually, it was harder. People are like, you're just reality stars. You're just famous for a sex tape. So she goes through all this. Kanye comes to the rescue by the end of the season. He's able to meet with Ray J, get that that laptop that has this last footage on it, and all is well. This is the same season, by the way. She goes on SNL. She does the monologue. And she references the sex tape, even though Amy Schumer was like, that's so far behind you. I would just take that part out. And then Kim was like smiling like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to keep it in. That should have been another clue to us, you guys. My girl was not ashamed of it. She's like, I'm just going to own it. So the problem came when Ray J seeing this because Ray J is like, why are you keep, why do you keep trying to associate with me as a guy who would do this kind of sex crime to someone? Because you can get charged for that, releasing somebody's pictures or whatever without their 
permission. So Ray J contacts Kim and he's like, um, rewind. I have kids too. Stop trying to make it seem like I'm out here. And she's like, no, no, we never made it seem like it was you. We made it seem like it was your manager. But as they are talking about it, his name is thrown around Ray J. It was even suggested that while she was asleep, he put something in her behind. And he's like, that crime, you know, I could get 25 years for that. It's not funny. And she's like, oh, you know, ha, ha, ha. So Ray J's ticked off. Then to make matters even worse, because he already warned them. He put something out a couple of weeks or maybe a month or so months ago saying, hey, I'm, I'm not the one who's putting this stuff out. So then to make matters worse, Kim's mom goes on. Oh, who's the guy he used to be? Um, He does care. Carpool karaoke. What's his name? Oh, James. Hilarious. Corden. James. Yeah. Corden. Chris goes up there and she takes a lie detector test and they ask her, did you have anything to do with this sex tape coming out? Because when Ray J spoke on it, whenever he did a couple of months or weeks ago, he said, I'm not the only one in this. Furthermore, y'all were a part of it. It was Chris. And she gets on that show and she's like, it wasn't me. No. You know, and she's doing the little coy eyes and we all know she's trying to come for Ray J. So now Ray J is like, the floodgates are opening. Y'all are trying to play me. And so now we're all going to get played. And Sharika is, I mean, do you want me to go on? That was pretty much the background of what happened. He goes on to his live and it's 45 minutes. So I don't know when you can watch this or listen to it, but it is very entertaining. And he talks about how it all went down. It was originally his idea and him and Kim shot a tape. But then after Chris saw the tape, she said, y'all need to make another one. So then they went to Santa Barbara because that was the dispute in the episode about a tape in Santa Barbara. They went there to record another tape. Chris looked at that one and was like, no, let's go with the first two because they put Kim in a better light. So people have often made jokes about Chris being a pimp and all that. And even last week, we talked about Kanye being like, you're not going to do this to my daughters. And I was very harsh on Kanye. But if all this is true... Maybe Kanye has a point. He's like, um, I know what went down and this will not happen to my daughters. So furthermore, he's showing these contracts saying that we both have the contracts. He's showing signatures and Kim's handwriting is on his contract because he said they were pressuring him to get it signed so they could go. Sex tape, reality TV show, the world opens up for you. And he had all the proof and he said there's even more details. I think the most mortifying thing is I don't even want my mom to see me like, honestly, that's a lie. Because when I go home with my man now that I'm married, I definitely cuddle my man and I really don't care. But that's as far as it's going to go. I can't imagine a parent looking at a sex tape of a child and being like, oh, we need better lighting. Cue camera three. Evie and Sharika, how do y'all feel about Ray J's manifesto? You think there's truth to it? How do y'all feel about Chris looking at the sex tapes to approve them? Yeah, so for me, when I look at just, um, I guess Ray J just giving his perspective to certain things, it's always important. And I think I've said this enough, and I'm the self-proclaimed screenshot king. It's important to always just keep your receipts. Like, because if you, when you don't have receipts, people can say whatever. And the fact that a person even have to go to these, I guess you could say extremes or these, um, length to go to this length to explain his side of the story or in my, from what I'm seeing, I'll just say that from what I'm seeing to explain the truth is just mind boggling that we live, um, we live in a world that this still has to happen. Now, I probably wouldn't have been on live for about 45 minutes for y'all. <laughs> that, that probably wouldn't have been me. Like, um, I'm going to say this. I've said this before and I'll continue to say it. Like, 
it's going to have to be something definitely like Jesus himself is going to have to explain it to me for me to be mad at the world or be mad at a person when I'm yelling at my phone. That's mm. just not going to happen. Um, I probably post like a screenshot or two and I just be like, you know, y'all do with this information, what you, what you would like. Um, but for me to go through the entire conversation, for me to be yelling, for me to be pulling stuff up on a big projector or a massive TV, <laughs> maybe showing the world every little thing for me to be having a, a, a hand writers, detective on, on duty measuring up contracts and measuring up stuff i'm just like i don't know if i could do um all of that in the best way but it was just interesting so to speak to just again in the world that we live in to see um a black man just not be believed for mm. stating um his truth the truth his perspective on a situation and everybody just thinking he's just the angry man um, in this situation. And then I also, I think, um, Sabrina had alluded to a little bit of just like, maybe she kind of sees part of, I guess you could say Kanye's standpoint or his perspective. Now that still doesn't justify why Kanye only goes at his daughter's, um, upbringing and not necessarily, um, the guys, cause Ray J was in that video as well. So maybe you tell your sons like, Hey, don't be out here making sex sex with people. You just never know how it can turn on you or mm. how the people can turn on you. Um, you know, but it's just, it's just wild. All of it, like from the manifesto, from him expressing his side of the story, from the 45 minute live, from mom saying, or whatever, yeah, from just somebody's parents saying, this ain't it. Like, I need another angle. Or I need y'all to go run this back. Like, I don't even want you to know I'm doing this. Like, I don't even talk to my dad about me having sex and I'm a married man. Like, it's just not something that crosses my mind, let alone let him watch a video of me having sex. Like, that's just, yeah, it's just wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not even for four hundred k. Nah, it ain't no money for that. <laughs> you cannot, you cannot erase the memory. <laughs> the memories yeah. cannot be erased. I, I, would, I agree. I, I'm like, I, I couldn't see. Yeah, this is when you look at your children as a business opportunity and not the precious gift that the work gave you. Because I can't imagine how you just look at like I can't. I'm not watching. I, I would be mortified. I would. I, like, I think it's horrible that Chris, I mean, there is an element of feeling like you're pimping your children. And so, um, that's exactly what it is, you know? So for me, I, I, I just feel like that's disgusting and deplorable. And, um, now had it come out without them knowing or like had no hand in it and you make the best out of opportunity, that's one thing, but for you to purposely do this and, uh, but Sharika, you said earlier Jordan was grown. Kim was even more grown than Jordan. If it no. was already, I'm playing the devil. I'm coming out with the mom. If it was already, the mom's I know, but if it was already going, if it was already coming out, like if I go to mom and I'm like, mom, me and Ray J, we got this plan. We're about to put our family on. We can do the sex tape. Then you can talk to Ryan Seacrest about getting us a show. It can all come out at the same time. And I'm like, mom, I'm doing it either way. I just want your opinion on the tape. And then mom's like, oh, my gosh, my daughter's doing this. It's going to come out. I guess the least I can do is make sure it doesn't look too bad. Oh, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm like, trying to well, understand her rationale. I would be like, understand. you know what? If you really feel that strongly, go with God, Christy, because I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm trying to tell her baby to go with God, not with mom. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm mom. And so when this blows up, whether good or bad, it's on you because I'm, I don't think this is a wise decision. I think this is a horrible decision and I don't think you should put yourself out there. But if you choose to do this, be ready for whatever comes. And that's what I would tell my child. I'm out of it. 
love you, but I'm out of it. And for Ray J, I, I have been in a place where, where I, or not in a place specifically, but I've been where you feel like you want to defend yourself and you want to, and so I get having the evidence and all this and that, but it's like, at this point, no one really cares. I don't think anybody cares. I feel like they have surpassed the moment where people actually care about it, care about who did it, who did whatever. I don't think it's going to affect one penny, one nickel, nothing of their money is going to be affected. And I don't think even the perception of them will be affected because, affected because they've already not beyond this, this sex tape, they've already sexualized themselves in so many ways beyond that part, just of how they carry themselves, how what they post online, how much they've already exposed themselves. Like, I don't think anybody cares. I don't think anyone's shocked. And I don't think anybody, it matters to anybody. But if Ray J felt like he had to go out there and clear his name, um, okay, I guess I can get that. But I, I feel like it was kind of pointless because I think it changes nothing. People who thought, thought about Ray J, whatever they thought about it, I really don't think how they think it. I don't think people's thoughts about Ray J or Kim have changed because of this. I agree with you, Sharika. Um, to the point that nothing has changed. And if he wanted to bring them down because of this, maybe if he had done that 10 years ago, mm-hmm. when it was new and they and everyone was like, hearing the lie i'm not gonna say believing because i think some people never believed it but when everyone was hearing the lie he could have hit them before they gained that momentum but Mm -hmm. he's over here looking crazy as and that's definitely a sabrina move because one thing i will do to a certain it depends on what the lie is there are certain truths that i'm gonna fight about and (laughs) probably go overboard and be like no this is how it really went down you know what i'm saying but at this point, you're doing this with your projector and she's over there posting about being at Beyonce's birthday party. Like they don't care that they lied. They know it's not going to hurt their bag. They don't even respect us enough as the audience to address it. Yeah. They're not going to because they he's right and they're still making their money. So why would they even say anything? Now, now I would say it's good if he wanted to just, you know, clear that there were no uh, crime going on. You know, he wanted to make sure, oh, excellent. you yeah. know, you know, crime had happened and this was consensual, a consensual situation and nothing, you know, illegal was done. I can, I, I definitely think you should, you know, definitely make sure that was known. I agree with that a hundred percent. Right. But, I mean, but I, but you know what, Sabrina, as you said from the beginning, I'm looking at this as entertainment. I'm looking at it as like, ooh, but like, do I really care? No, but for the entertainment value, it is entertaining. And one thing Ray J has done and will do is entertain. Whether it's the glasses, whether it's now Ray J <laughs> out here, he's like, I don't know if he's a crystal, then I'm talking about the, the fast food crystal, nasty little hamburger, uh, whether he's a crystal ambassador, but he out there, making the jingle and advertising for crystals. Crystal is not with an S. Crystal, he made that clear. It's just like, you know, Ray J's gonna give you a, a, a good time and some entertainment. And I and I am like, you know what, if you're bored, you know, you might want to tune in. He he is a good time at times. But I do you know what? I did I did want to back up to one point that you made and that he said was, what about his kids? You know, I, I didn't think about him because you think about Ray J as a joke sometimes and he is a joke, but he is also himself in his own right, a very good businessman. But what about, you know, I, w- I wouldn't want my kids if I was Ray J thinking you're out there, you know, being, a you know, horrible to women or doing this horrible. Well, he has been more in the cheating, but not like 
assaulting them in that way. But I wouldn't want, you know, I, I do, I can definitely agree with maybe putting this out also so that you're like, you know, so your kids know like, yeah, this was something we did consensual, maybe not the best choice, but at least, but I'm not out here, you know, really taking advantage of women and doing these horrible things to women. So on that note, I do think that that was also maybe a good reason to say his part and put his put his two cents out there. So uh, if you're interested in more of the Kardashian drama, like I, I, not that they're promoting us or giving us any money, but if you want to hear if they do mention anything, it will be premiering this Thursday on Hulu if you're interested. Or if you're not, you know, we probably won't talk about them again unless something ridiculous happens. But, you know, watch at your own risk or your own leisure. You know, do what you got to do. But make sure you out here uh, taking taking charge of your business. If you're making a tape, you know, you know, make sure you, you don't put it in the wrong hands or like you and Sabrina be like, just don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, I'll, I'll add myself. I Amen. Think, I want y'all to think I'm going to go out and do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> just don't trust me. Trust me. I don't know many people who talk about regretting things like that, that they didn't do. But I know a lot of people who regret about things that they did. Mm-hmm. Well, well, honestly, not so much about what they did, but the repercussions of what they did or sure. the embarrassment of it. That's what that's what they hate living with so sabrina you wanna what do you have a word a quote do you have anything for us today <laughs> do I? yes i do let me get my little quote book forgive me you guys i got totally distracted the other day we saw a six foot gator in our retention pond oh my we gosh. do not we do not have a lake i mean sure you can you be at them by the house you know you've seen our retention pond it is not that big so we were like fascinated and I was catching some sun and some walks during the podcast. And I'm like, why am I out here by the thing? Because I believe those things can actually run fast, right? Uh, like if yeah. it came out the water, it could catch me. So I was like, let me get <laughs> inside so I was distracted. No one's uh, thought to get it removed. Me. Y'all don't get them removed. Oh, we've never had one. I d- we didn't call. We were just out there with the neighbor talking about it. I'm looking at it, so maybe maybe I should be, get on that later on today. Especially the neighbor with chickens. Do they still want their chickens? Like, uh, oh yes, <laughs> the chicken girl. That, that's his dogs are running out there. I was well, like, okay, the sir. Mm. Well, I think this quote is appropriate for today in light of what we talked about, <laughs> and it may be controversial, but nothing you do, nothing you have ever done, is wasted. All have brought you closer to the place you need to be. So there you go. Take that for what you will. Evie, what are you expounding on today? I think one of the few things um, that continues to happen in our world is that um, as much as many people say that we have, I guess you could say, the greatest country in the world. It's shocking because it usually comes from people who haven't even traveled. Like they got no stamps in their passport. They can't mm-hmm. tell you their highs and lows of other places. They just know that they really love this one. And it continues to get this, I guess, this mindset and this notion of just simply being a nationalist. And if that's your way of life, then by all means, um, as some of my peers will say, just say that. But don't sit here and diminish or devalue the places of other countries for the sake of um, uplifting your own. Like, you don't have to do that. You know, you can have a great place and another place can be a great place. But I'm looking today at just crazy news that continues to happen. I know not too long ago, we were seeing how all the 
people are frustrated as far as people getting student loan forgiveness. And we'll see how so many people within the government, especially those who lean a certain way, were getting all of their PPP loans forgiven and nothing was happening or nobody was frustrated about that. Today, we see a group of about 47 people. I'll let you decide which way they lean on the political spectrum. Um, basically still $250 million from pandemic food program. Um, and you can just look at those different states. And then we also see a guy by the name of Brett Favre. Many people might know him as a former football player, played for the Green Bay Packers. Um, he found himself named in a lawsuit after the largest public fraud case in Mississippi's history came to light. You can definitely just know by the name of Mississippi which side that leads on the political spectrum um, or just do some research about the state of Mississippi. And it's just funny. He ended up basically get, getting a whole bunch of money that should have went to um, welfare recipients or low-income individuals in the state of Mississippi for speeches that he never gave. So he collected, cashed out on money, never gave these speeches. And then he had text message, which were filed in the lawsuit to knew that he knew exactly what he was doing, knew where the money was coming from. And he just said, hey, the police or others won't ever find out about these type of things because he was trying to find a way to give money to um, a school that his daughter went to. And then, of course, because it was like building a new stadium and just all types of stuff. But if you know anything about Mississippi, you know, it's one of, if not the poorest state, um, at least if not the nation, definitely the South. Now, granted, y'all can go out there. Y'all can fact check, fact check me on that. But I know it's definitely one of the poorest. Like it'll be definitely in the bottom 10 percentile if if we wanted to put a ranking on, I guess, wealth to no wealth within our country. But it's funny how every time certain individuals, certain states, certain politicians, certain people who do not have the melanated skin that I'm blessed with seem to do certain things. People don't ever, ever seem to want to hold them accountable, whether that's privately or publicly. There's no bashing on social media. There's no sharing of these types of stories. There's no conversations on mainstream news outlets about these instances. It's usually just like, well, that's an isolated incident. That's just that guy. That's just a few bad apples. I don't know about you, but I, I don't really want to be by any bad apples. Or I wouldn't want just a few negative things anywhere that I'm at. So I challenge you, our lovely kickbackers today, those that are listening, those that the people that you've shared it with as they're getting to the end of this podcast, want you, I don't care, right, wrong, or indifferent, hold the people close to you accountable and hold the people far away from you accountable as well. Like accountability should be the word that we live our life with. It should be the word that we close out 2022 with and we start 2023 with. Just hold people accountable. I trust me, it's not that hard. And it's actually, it's more peaceful on this side. Like, I don't know about you guys, but it, it sucks at times when people are doing things that they shouldn't be doing and you just let it slide. Like you let it eat inside of your core. If it's me, I'm gonna call it out. I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna have the discussion. Whether that's privately might be a message that you might wanna send a friend today. Like I've had to do that just a few times these last few weeks. People post certain things. I screenshot it. I either text it or message them directly and say, could you elaborate on this just a little more? Because people who look like me, we take it this way. And by we, I mean me. So if I take it this way, it's a good chance that some of my homies feel the same way. Hold people accountable. Hold people accountable. Hold people accountable. Just three words. Hold people accountable. I know accountable is kind of a long word, so it might be hard for some of you. Accountable, accountable, accountable. 
it's not that hard. That's all I got. What y'all recommended for the people? That is a word, EB. Accountability is lacking these days. Um, my my <sighs> recommend is a movie I saw on Netflix called Purple Hearts. And I thought it was very heartwarming. It's about a gentleman who is in the military and a young lady who is on, um, you know, struggling financially. And, you know, this is, it sounds bad because <laughs> they tried to fraud the government, but basically, um, she heard that if you're married to a military person, you get free health care. So they, <gasps> I don't know, it sounds terrible. So basically, they were like, oh, we'll get married and then, um, you know, she can get the health care and he needed to be married. He needed the extra income of having a spouse for issues that I'll let you find out if you watch the movie. So, but it was, it ended up being a good movie. Um, they, you know, so I don't want to take too much more away, but it was a good movie. And so if you want a little heartfelt movie, uh, I recommend Purple Hearts on Netflix. That does sound really cute, Sharika. You always have like the perfect little anticipation season for all the heartwarming things. Ah, so good. Um, I'm recommending snail mail, but specifically sending your loved one, a friend, someone you haven't talked to in around a while, a young person, a little encouragement note from Dayspring Notes. They have these perfect, they're like the size of your hand encouragement notes, and they have 32 affirmations. I can't remember how much this thing calls cost, but like on the front of one, it says, so happy for you, so clappy for you. Let's celebrate and be festive. And these particular ones have scripture associated with them. You know, I love the Bible and I'm a Christian. So those are those ones. But if you're, even if you're not a Christian, you guys, just letting people know you're thinking about them and you care, it means the world. And I know we can do it through text and Facebook and God forbid FaceTime. Please, by the way, don't FaceTime me. I really hate that. <laughs> I'm not like caught up with the time enough to appreciate that. If I want to see you, I go to your house. Um, but anyway, send somebody a snail mail. Go to the post office, get the stamps, get their address, send it in the mail. It can really brighten their day. EB, what you got? As we get ready to close out the year, I guess this episode and the year, as we get ready for the, depending on how you break down your year. So I typically break it down by quarters. So we're getting ready, me being a basketball fan, getting ready for that, that fourth quarter, right? Finishing off the year with October, November, December. Um, but there is a, there's a movie out. And if I'm not mistaken, it's at just about every theaters across, not every theater, but a lot of the theaters across the nation. Cause I don't know, sometimes certain people in certain towns, like, some in Mississippi, as we talked about earlier, they got some places called Sundown Towns where they're probably not showing this movie. But the movie that I'm referring to is by the one and the only and one of the greatest actors um, of all time by the name of Viola Davis. The Woman King is a 2022 American historical epic film about the Agoji, the all f- about the Agoji, the all female warrior unit that protected the West African kingdom of Dahomey. During the 17th to 19th centuries, set in the 1820s, a film stars Viola Davis as a general who trains the next generation of warriors to fight their enemies. So as you go out there and continue to hold people accountable and you continue to fight for your dreams, maybe you take just a brief moment, go to the movie theaters, which I know some of y'all probably still live in in the fears of how COVID is. And some of y'all never thought, especially if you live in Florida, some of y'all thought COVID never existed because y'all just been living all wild and crazy ever since. But the woman King 
is a movie for you to go check out. If you want to take your chances and go watch it, let us know. Hit us up um, on the book or on, on, on the IG, on the gram, on the Insta, depending on how you phrase the term Instagram or shorten it. Um, let us know what you think about it. Um, if you're still iffy about it, check out the trailer and see if it's something that you want to watch. And I know some of y'all, Y'all don't really like watching women starring in shows, and some of y'all mm. definitely don't watch like watching black women in, show, in in movies or in films. But it's an amazing drama and history, and we encourage you to go dive into the space of history, like inform yourself about the great things that happen around this globe. Yeah, anything else y'all want to close out with? I did. So one, I heard that the Woman King is amazing, but also two, when you mentioned the Instagram, I had to highlight my instagram moment this weekend yes. <laughs> so y'all know i love me some kevin and melissa uh kevin sage aka mr mrs kevin sage as well and i told y'all last week to uh i recommended their book i went and bought the book and i posted it on uh, my book club and mrs kevin sage she commented three fire emojis okay and then i posted it on my instagram and she re what is it called? Evie? Not retweeted. What is it? Shared my story. Shared on, on her, her story. On her story. So now we're really best friends. Before she was my friend in my head, but now in real life, she knows me because she commented and reposted my book picture, which was low key very cute. But anyway, I just wanted to share that with you all, and I did share it on my kickback Instagram. Uh, so if you didn't see it, well, it's gone now. But I just wanted you to know that that moment happened for me. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. That's what's up. <laughs> Anything you want to close out with, Sabrina, or are you good? Yeah, Sharika has like this little magnet for getting recognized for the awesome energy that she puts out into the world. Because not only did Melissa acknowledge her post, and I feel like now she really is friends with Kevin Stage, the girl from um, Boy Meets World acknowledged oh, yeah. one of your posts too. Yes. So I'm just like, okay, Sharika's like, you're about to be mixing in the crowd. I see you, friend. I love mean, it. I mean, in my dreams, <laughs> in reality, but I love the support. Friend, I love that you'd be as happy for me as like I really met these people, which I didn't. But yes, thank you, friend, for the support. Hey, sometimes what you put out, you get back. Not always. Thank God in Jesus Christ, case not the truth. We get more than we deserve. But yeah, good job. All right, friends. Um, that's another edition of the best podcast that you listen to. And it's with three of your favorite people. Just remember accountability. It is not only what we do, but also what we do not do for which we are accountable. So just think about that. And as always, if life tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back until next time. Amen.